Welcome to the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. This podcast is designed to help you grow in faith and walk in the promises of God's Word. Now, let's join today's episode with our host, Tim Dumas. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Hope for Healing, Faith for Living podcast. And today, we're going to continue again to talk about Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, because we have to see the importance of this verse. Hebrews 10.23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. If God tells us to hold fast to something, then we need to listen. We need to place the same importance on that that God is placing the importance on. He says, hold fast to the confession, what you say with your mouth. Hold fast to that confession of what you hope for. And again, hope, biblically speaking, are those things we expect to see, those things we expect to come to pass in our life based on God's word. And here's the reason why. It says, for he who promised, what did he promise? The promises. It says, he's faithful. He's faithful to do what he said he would do. Amen. Now, let's look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 6. It says, therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. As you received him, Walk in him. Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus, it talks about when you had this salvation experience, as you received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. As you received him, walk in him. So the question is, how did you receive him? Well, it was by believing and confessing. If you did it according to Romans chapter 10, 9 and 10, it says this, because if you confess... See, again, it's about what we are saying with our mouth. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, what are you doing? What are you doing? You are speaking. You are agreeing. You are confessing that, yes, you believe Jesus is Lord. And you're actually saying that he is Lord over you. When you say Jesus is Lord, it means you are submitting to his lordship, that he is Lord in you and over you. By that, I mean he, he comes within you to do a work in you, but he's also Lord over you. You come under his authority, his protection. And believe in your heart, the rest of the scripture says. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart, one believes. So you got to believe and it's justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. You'll notice throughout scripture That is so important what we are saying with our mouth. We are to bring our words into the obedience of Christ, into the obedience of what God's truth is. We need to believe God and speak the same things that he speaks. We need to confess them. We need to submit to them. We are to admit they are true and to admit they are true in our life. So if we are saved by believing and confessing, then that's how we walk in him. Again, Colossians 2, 6 says, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him. As you received him, walk in him. How did you receive him? You believed and you confessed that he's Lord. So that's how we walk in him. We continue to believe his truth and we continue to confess his truth. Amen. We are bringing our minds our thoughts, our actions, and even what we say into the obedience of his word, confessing they are true. We're not just acting on them in the sense that we are obeying God, but we're also speaking his words. We are confessing his words to be true. We are confessing he is who he says he is, that the redeeming work that Jesus has done for us is true, 
and that what his promises are in our life are coming to pass. We are speaking that we believe that is true. Now, I want you to hear what we are told to do in Philippians chapter 2. Let's begin with verse 9. I'm going to read down through verse 13. And I'm reading from the English Standard Version, which I usually do. Philippians chapter 2, beginning with verse 9. It says, Therefore God has highly exalted him, referring to Jesus, and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at that name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Verse 12, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 13, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So verse 12 says, work out your salvation, not work for it. We can't work for it. Salvation is a free gift we receive through faith. But we are to work it out. How do we work it out? We hear what the word of God says and we submit to it. We act on it and we confess it. And it's by confessing what God's word says is true, again, about who Jesus is, his redemptive work, and who we are now in Christ by confessing that, believing that, then his word gets in our heart and he does a work in us. I want you to hear verse 12 and 13 again. Therefore, my beloved, as you've always obeyed, so now not only in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 13, for it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So as we are working out this salvation, as we are taking the truth of God's word, as we find out who we are in Christ and speak it and believe it and act on it, we are working it out, but it's really God who's working in us through his word and by his spirit, changing us to both to will. In other words, he has given us the desire to do his will and to work, and he's given us the ability to do it. For his good pleasure. Amen. As we get the word in our hearts and in our mouth, then he uses that to change us, change our desires, change what we desire. And he's molding us and shaping us and he's empowering us to receive his promises. And he's giving us the ability to be who he's called us to be and to do by his grace what he's called us to do. It's him doing the work, but we have to come into agreement with him and come into obedience to him and and say what he says, say his truth about who he is, our situations, what we expect in life. We are to hold fast to these things, our confession of faith, our confession of what we hope, our confession of what we believe and expect to come to pass. We hold fast to these confessions. And as we do that, then that allows God to take his word that's in our heart, that's in our mouth, and to do a work in us changes all for his glory the bible says hold fast to your confession of hope i think the king james says your confession of faith it's what you believe is coming to pass based on god's word hold fast to it hold fast to the truths of god's word and keep saying it keep believing it keep speaking it because it's what you are told to do It's what we as Christians are told to do. The same way we received him, we believed and we spoke is the same way we walk in him. It's how we live our life. Believing God's word, speaking God's word, acting on God's word. And he is using his word by his spirit to change us. 
He's doing the work in you. I'm so thankful that he is doing the work in us. Because the work that needs to be done in us, we can't do. But he can. The work, let me just say this again. The changes that need to be made in your life, you can't do it. But if you come into obedience by his grace to what he says to do and act on it, then by his grace, his spirit, his word, the changes that you need to make in your life, he will do in you. Amen. We serve a good God. Again, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. I want you to know I love you. Be blessed.